What's up? I'm Frank. This is Tom. And, and this, this is, is the, the Frank, Frank and Tom, Tom Show. Please listen. I have nothing to say. You just got your DNA back from 22 and you, and you're pissed about the results. Well, here at the DNA Center, we believe your ancestry should be my DNA, my choice. It is politically incorrect and some say unconstitutional to tell somebody what it is and who it is they are. The DNA Center hired the greatest scientists from around the world and then fired them all. Hired retail managers from around the globe and a team of freshman college intern students. I feel like my results from the DNA Center really reflect how I feel about who I want to be. Here at the DNA Center, we feel it's not really about the science. It's more about the human emotion, the human condition, if you will. The DNA Center. Don't let the science fool you. I'm going to call them, I think. Yeah, no, for sure. Did you get their number? <laughs> oh, you all right? That's how we start. Well, good evening, good afternoon, and good morning. Hey, everybody. August 8th. Thank you for joining Frank and Tom again. This is Frank and Tom. For what we are dubbing as the Ancestry Issue. The Ancestry Edition. Edition, not issue. It's not a magazine, hey, Frank. we all have issues, Frank. And, and, and mine stems from topics. my ancestry directly. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, hey, some might say it's the ancestry edition. Some might call nope. it the issue. Whatever it is, whatever the case may be, Frank and I, we have our results from our DNA. Uh, it's actually 23andMe is what we, we both, I believe, used. Yep. I also used that, and uh, I was super stoked to hear that Tom got his results back. And it turns out that we are one third siblings, which we got to figure out through our parents because something doesn't seem right. Yeah, it doesn't really add up, but uh, hey. No. No, you know, we actually didn't use the DNA center. No. We went through an uh, actual scientific source. Yeah, we're using science for ours. We would have decided to go the science route because the emotion route, you know, the emotional route works too, but. <laughs> I think, well, I guess, wow, what a good way to start. Emotionally, what what would you be, Tom? Emotionally, how do, do I you feel? Think? Yeah, or or better yet, when you got your results back, were you surprised? Did well, you think I, that you had something going on? I truly on? thought I was going to be at least like 115th Native American. You did? Yeah. And you, you Well, you're... See, the thing is, is like my grandma... Maybe I dreamt this. I don't know. Cause she oh, she classic story. Fuck yeah. Well, I guess it could be. No, well, I, a lot of people share this. I'm people glad that you're dreams. going to share this. Okay. I'm sorry. Finish your story. What we, was it? I have a dream. Was that it? Or did, did grandma tell you guys that you had... Grandma always said, work hard, there you go. and you'll always be who you want to be. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that grandma said... No, no okay. grandma 
someone, I swear, when I was a kid, I thought I remembered it, but I, I may have just uh, uh, thought I remembered it, you know? That I had it like a just a smidgen, a tiny, tiny bit of the native, but no. And it, it doesn't show anyway. I don't look, I look pretty European. I was always told that if you run the tongue along the back of your top teeth and there's a curvature and they're not flat, then you have some sort of Native American along the way. That sounds like something from the DNA Center. That sounds like it actually got published first article <laughs> <laughs> from the retail managers that they hired. Hey, what kind of company fires the world-renowned scientists and hires a team of retail managers? Uh, I think, you know... I have uh, not, hey, they sponsored us, so I can't really... Yeah. Well, I think companies nowadays, they don't want... They don't really... They're more about opinions than science and they don't want to really deal with people um you know arguing and stuff so if they just get it like a good consensus of what could possibly make people happy and if you got a bunch of people that identify as, as raccoons it's emotional science yeah you can't keep your your little paws out of the honey jar and you're a little raccoon so it turned out when i went to 23 and me that i was actually zero percent native american but I actually always felt like I still was Native American because my family's just been here for so long, you know. And I'm right. down. I'm for down generations. With the like, hey, I don't want to litter. I mean, yeah. I'm trying to conserve the, the nature. Frank and Tom always like to stay very positive, but unfortunately, the the country was founded on us just stealing the the Indians' land. Yeah, the world was founded on theft. For for European guys like you and I to make it this far west, un, unfortunately, some atrocities had to take place. Maybe. Um, are you, dude? Have you seen the show on TBS called um, "It's Oregon Trail"? It's got another uh, PBS on TBS, dude. Turner Broadcasting Systems. Oh well, uh, I the Oregon Trail, huh? Yeah, that'd be cool. I just took a little uh, left there, but yeah, it's. Uh, I actually, uh, I haven't seen it, but I'd like to check it out. Yeah, it's it's super cool because it has a, a good a great cast. Is it on? I, I actually is Steve it on Buccini? Disney Plus? It's got Steve Buscemi, right? Oh, Buscemi. Bus right. Buscemi. Okay, so Buscemi's up in there. And um, <laughs> and uh, Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, nice. Which Daniel Radcliffe decided to do this freaking movie uh, where he's stuck on a beach with the dude from uh, There Will Be Blood, the preacher's Daniel crazy the, guy. The young guy? Yeah, the young guy, right? So he's stuck it's on a, a beach actor. with that guy. Yeah, they're both amazing actors, actors actually. Daniel Radcliffe, is uh, he's done a lot of stuff. There's uh, a lot of good actors out there. Yeah. For sure, um, but anyways, they're doing the Oregon Trail and like what what it takes to make it west, and it's and you know making it a comedy. But we should try to do that. You know, they're doing it really nice now. Well, yeah, we we always talk about it. We're gonna we're gonna cover wagon. I mean. We're obviously and a train of wagons. <laughs> Every episode, we're gonna have to get a lot of people. We come up with a different idea of how we're gonna traverse the nation, whether it be on foot, in car, or van, and or train. We've talked about doing yeah. it on a train. Now it's a covered wagon. Train. I just flew across it, so that doesn't yes. work. Oh, this is great for sure. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean. Yeah, that, that being said, Tom and I are European guys. The thing is, is I kind of figured there's a good chance I'm related to Conor McGregor. Well, yeah, look at you. You know? Mm-hmm. Matt was saying the same thing, my bro, because it's like, dude, we're super Irish guys. and uh, I mean, how many Irish people could there be, you know? You know he's pack a wallop with the punches. Million, millions, bro. the least. 
Yeah, shit, yeah. So, uh, so what did you find so out, here, Tom? So here, here's the thing. I found out that I'm 100% Thomas Daddario, first and foremost. It says it right there at the top. That I'm 100% me, so I know that's, that. Oh, that's, that's actually, that's adorable. It, it got that right. That's downright adorable. I don't care who you are. I, I found out I'm 98% European, believe it or not. 98% European. That's awesome. Would you have guessed that about me? I, I, you know, I probably would have assumed. I, I would think that you were Scottish or Irish. and uh, At some point, my family lived in Europe. Yeah. And, you know, you, know, you want to know that... Uh, wouldn't you know, Frank, that I'm actually 81% British and Irish. Oh, wow. And uh, my family comes from County Dublin primarily and Greater London, United States. I mean, I'm part of me, United Kingdom. And uh there's other other areas that it it says that I'm from, you know, my family's had lived in at some point or my DNA had been at, you know. Yeah. Count, County Galway, County Mayo. This is in Ireland. County right. Kerry. Yes. County Don, I recently Don, became Don a lord of the county Kerry. There you go. Yes. County Cork. That's a good court. That's a county. Good county. Cork is where my family's uh, mainly from. We've Look, heard. We probably we are tra- distant. We can trace ourselves ancestors. back there. Yeah. At uh, least our. I'll bet at some point our ancestors knew each other, dude. Out in yeah. ca- County Cork. Such as about. We How love many to people were in land. County Cork in like the 1700s? You know. This is a funny thing. Is that we love to till the land. We love to take care of our little properties in in funny little little ways, and it, it really does stem from our ancestry. Because when I went back there, it's hilarious, you know, what they do with their yards. They partition them off in these brick walls, or not brick walls, but rocks, and, and it's just it's really neat. Ireland, that is. You know, it's, it's I need really, to go to Britain. Uh, it's to interesting. Britain. How how they track where your DNA has li- like lived, I guess you know, because my family like like look at this is Scotland right up there in like the top part of of United Kingdom, isn't yeah. it? I, no no family ever lived in Scotland, dude. We were we were just hundred percent English and Irish. You know what I mean? Yeah. London, Manchester, Gasglau City, Belfast, West Midlands, you know, Merseyside, and some other places. You know, South Yorkshire, County Durham. So that's my that's my British and Irish, you know, eighty one percent. How about you, Frank? What are you looking at there? Um, I'm a seventy five percent. And uh, British and Irish. Yeah, British and Irish. Any any Scottish? I'm no Scottish, um, but I'm a very British and Irish guy. I got a little bit of Italian, a little bit of French and German, and Scandinavian. Uh, when I went to both Ireland and Iceland, I definitely fit in kind of creepily. Uh, they they could have mistaken me for one of their own easily. Uh, what we love about these results and what is very fun, and I didn't ask Tom about the numbers yet, but he did mention a little fun fact that we all find out. and. You know what? I would recommend everybody do this because it's not only fun to look into your ancestry and be proud of where you came from and look a little bit further back than maybe a few generations. You know, um, Tom and I both are lucky enough to, to uh, be named after our dads. So that immediately gives us a little bit stronger link to our grandfathers and then even our great grandfathers. Usually, you know, just from like 
lineages with names and stuff. It helps us to look back. Well, yeah, um, my last name bears no uh, blood relation to myself, though. Sadly enough, yours does. Your last yours name goes back generations. Yeah, mine doesn't. It doesn't. No. Well, how far does no. it go? My last name was just my. I got from my dad's stepdad. Oh, okay. So it has no blood relation. Right. So I had to go off of like my dad's, uh, my dad's ma- like real last name. He was born with Harriet. Yeah. Well, Harriet. that's what makes. The... And then also uh, some other family names that yeah. I knew we had that I, I put in there. That's so. what makes the DNA so special because I think in every family there is always that. You know, there's always some sort of left or right. And then so you're you can track a name or and then the name will stop or you can track, you know, but but the weird things will happen if you're just going off of those specifics rather than DNA. Have you and tried so, to do like um, a start your family tree in that? At yeah, all? yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So but with with going off of the DNA where you're able to to, uh, you know, uh, step past that, my grandfather uh, on my mom's side, see, he is um, adopted. And we, so we need, we didn't know anything, you know, about that lineage. Um, and I do believe that one of the people that, that I've come across on here as a, as a second cousin is from that side because we don't recognize anybody from our families. So it totally makes sense that, that, that possibly maybe that, that connection was made um, and uh, Tom and I both, yeah, we use 23 and me. So, uh, but anyways, what I was getting to in a roundabout way, and I know we were talking about our uh, Irish stuff, but what I love is the fact that even um, an extremely Caucasian man like myself, um, I'm not proud of it. I'm, I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed, as I should be, Tom. Yeah. Are you? <laughs> yeah, but you should be. I'm what? not, but you should be. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, but what we have is, I have I'm from Southern East Africa, and I have zero point five percent of Frank, of me, is um, African. Is African, okay? And within the last three thousand years, I uh, we crossed paths, and uh, we we obviously showed shared love, in, in some sort there of fact. I hope it was there. love. I hope so. One can only dream that it was. I actually am. Uh, That's what I was wondering. Yeah. Well, how much are you? Well, I'm. I'm actually. F- turns out, I am five point seven percent French and German. Oh, there you go. From uh, and you know, I already knew that my family come from Germany because. I have a fan, and I, w- I should have brought it, but maybe maybe that's for another time. But I actually have a, a paper copy of a family tree from my mom's dad's side, from his mom and dad's side, and one side goes back to like the late 1600s oh, where they came awesome. from Germany, and that's it says so the cool. town he came from, and the names, and all those names are all the way down the line. But that's only like one part of it, you know, one part of the family tree because it's one grandparent's sides, you know. Right. But like so there I knew but it's Bavaria Bavaria in uh Germany and then um some other places Rhineland and like Baden or something like I can't pronounce them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, uh so And yeah, they'll laugh in that. your face for that over there. There is that, you know, and then we'll uh, do that. Aside from that, I'm broadly northwestern European, which would be uh Three point four percent, I guess. But here, here's the kicker. Here, it turns out I am seven point one percent 
Ashkenazi Jew. Wow. Seven percent Jewish. Ashkenazi Jews. That's a good. Uh, that's a good uh, portion of you. The Ashkenazi Jews. It's are, a slice um, of you, Tom. I think they're like a, a group of like some super old school Jews. You know. Awesome, man. I don't know who's Jewish in my family, but uh, I never knew that. And um, I found one of my cousins on 23andMe that I have no idea who they are. I was just kind of like, you know, I guess I, it would be trolling these people, you know, trying to like check out a little information on their like profile if they have it present, you know. Yeah. And it said that that person was 75% Ashkenazi Jew. That's awesome. Yeah. Ashkenazis. Also known as the Ashkenazi uh, Jews, uh, by using Hebrew, the plural suffix, Ashkenazim. Okay, very good. Um, I was just reading a little thing on them. And uh, they are Jewish settlers who established communities along the Rhine River in western Germany and northern France. Dating all the way back to the Middle Ages, so it makes perfect sense. My having had, German. yeah, you you have other ancestors five, in the region. I'm five percent French and German, but seven percent Ashkenazi Jew. They probably met up. Yeah, yeah. Weird. Well, there was somebody with some strong, beautiful <laughs> Jewish genes. <laughs> I, I feel cool, like you know? I just saw now I just saw like this super strong Jewish strapping Tom, humping down on German. Woman, Tom. I think that's where I get my curly hair from. This is exactly how this works, too. Oh, and this dude, is how you need on. to imagine this, right? Ashkenazi Jews are God's <laughs> nah, people. dude, come chosen, on. The chosen Oh, people. no, I, I absolutely. Yeah, I'm sorry. I apologize. I don't want to disrespect anybody in that manner. Praise, I was just making it funny. Hey, no. Uh, also, I'm, I found out I'm uh, 0.5% Southern European. Right. 0.5% Italian. 0.5% Italian. Just a little bit. Broadly European, 0.3%. I don't really know what that means. Of, hey, but then I did find out that I'm actually 1.5% Western Asian and Northern African, which oh would be Arab, Egyptian, and Levantine. See, I'm Levantine. really tempted to just do all my impressions of all of these things, um, which are terrible and awful. But I don't. I got to hold back, dude. So I'm I'm actually Cancel, two. Bro. I'm actually 2%. Like, Nothing's funny. 2%. Western Asian African because I'm 1.5% Western Asian and Northern African and then I'm 0.5% Sub-Saharan African okay. and where I'm 0.5% Sub-Saharan African Frank yeah. I'm Nigerian right. I'm the Nigerian so I'm 0.5% Nigerian this is where it gets fun and this is where it, it's important I think because it's like for me myself Getting, um, like, you know, nowadays just getting shamed for being white sometimes, you know, um, it's kind of open and then you're like, fuck man, you know, it's like necessary here, but is it necessary there? Like, uh, you know, uh, you know, you try to find, read between the lines and all this bullshit, but if you get your DNA done, then it, you know, it slices you down and you're like, oh, well I'm all of these things, you know, like, you know, I'm, uh, what I'm saying is Tom is that I'm only 75% guilty for the atrocities in the world. Yeah. That's what it, that, yeah, that's exactly. what I'm saying. Cause th there's 15% of me that didn't do shit. Yeah. And I just want to clear that up. And another 10% that just doesn't know what's going on. Absolutely. Exactly. I, even right now. 
You know, here's the one thing about me that it tells me through tells you things on here through your DNA that are like, wow, how, how how do you know these things? But I guess scientists are scientists. They just do the scientist stuff, you know? Yeah. It says on here that I'm less likely. Do you believe this, Frank, about me? Do you believe this? Based on your genetics, you are likely to drink l slightly less caffeine than average if you drink caffeine at all. Well, you're slamming coffee right now, so I don't know, Tom. I don't know how to judge this question. I'm just joking. <laughs> that one doesn't apply to me. That one did not apply to me. No, I'm I just being a ton of coffee. That all that was that was a uh, insecure projecting on my side because I'm drinking beer, and I always feel bad because Tom doesn't drink beer. You shouldn't feel bad. I feel good. It's weird. No, no, no. I feel I know. good. <laughs> yeah, good point, right? All right. Oh God. Yeah. You know what is that? I I drink little. At, well. I drink little enough. Is that is that the right way to, to put that? What the hell? I'm not really making my case very well here, um, Tom. Little littler. I don't drink very much, so I do know what you're saying. You feel very good when you're not drinking. Yeah. It feels great to not drink. Well, here's the thing. Aside from that, we're in this section here where people... <laughs> Well, they tell you about your wellness, and it actually says that I'm less likely to flush when I drink alcohol, like get red in the face, you know? That's like I'm bright red thing. right now. Yeah, I just think it's kind of a funny thing that that's one of the things that they tell you about yourself, like who get, who cares about that, you know? But anyway, and then the caffeine consumption, that's wrong about me. But the deep sleep thing is, is actually correct. Less likely to be a deep sleeper. I do not sleep in a deep way. Dude. You're a light sleeper. No, yeah, I'll wake up. I wake up from the slightest little things, and then a lot of times I get angry because I can't go back to sleep, dude. Mm. You know, mm. and, and that's part of that is because my I think I have such a high metabolism that I'm always just like up and ready to go, but I still get tired. I still want to go to sleep. And then oh. so here's the thing: genetic weight. It said that my genes. Uh, you know, that I'm about going to be about average weight. Okay. Yeah. About my genes say you know? I'm going to be a little fat. Did it say that? Yeah. It said a little fat. Yeah. It's That's like, dude, it said? it's like, Frank, you will be a little fat. Wow. It was blunt. Got straight to the point. I wanted you to know. Yeah. And I was likely tolerant of lactose, which is good because I always hoped I was. <laughs> huh. Huh. So here's the other thing. <laughs> <laughs> Here's one more thing, one more fun fact about about this little uh, wellness section of the 23andMe is that my muscle composition, well, my you, genetic you, yeah. muscle composition is common in elite power athletes, dude. Yeah, if anybody wants to I Google don't, don't work out. groundskeeper Willie, um, that's just, that's me. Just the, the, that's a that's a close resemblance to Tom. <laughs> you, know, it, it, what happens is, is that groundskeeper Willie takes his shirt off, and uh, the skies open up and the sunshine comes in. You see, and the angels sing. Yes, you yeah. blowing up, dog? Yeah, yeah. The, the the fans. That was just one of the Frank and Tom show fans. Yeah, they're listening live as we're streaming live well, from the studio no, well, they're tonight. They're listening right outside the window. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's good. Yeah, they're, they're, they're creepy. Oh, they're actually, this is actually a laugh. couple of stalkers. Stalkers. Oh, 
That's what it is. Stalkers. Yeah, so if I worked out, I'd be a power a powerhouse, basically, it said. But I don't work out like Frank does, so I'm just an average human. But I always thought I was a little av- above average in strength for my size, because I always felt like I was kind of superhuman-ish. Yeah. You know? No, for sure. Like, I'm just like... No, I seen you... I, dude, I seen you like, melt a lady once, yo, dog. Yo, how'd that, home, how'd, that do, how'd that guy do that, yo? People were like, wow, you could do that, you know? And I'm like, yo, I did that. I walked through Lowe's the other day, dude, and everybody was like, no still talk. Like I heard they Tom. were talking about me. I just heard. Yeah, you were just walking by, there like, yo, remember that guy Tom? I just heard you don't do it like Tom, like hey, in almost hey, every aisle. That dude would have stocked those five gallons of way faster. <laughs> almost every yo, single aisle. Yo, that guy would have put, put you know, would have put those dishwashers away. No, it was funny. It's kind of no. W- what was funny is like it's like you're everywhere. You know, you haunt. You, you're haunting sometimes. So I I get. To- <laughs> Every time I walk through Lowe's, they alert management. So, when no, I walk I, out, they I get to um, they, <laughs> they, can, they greet me <laughs> to make, make sure management. I found everything okay. No, I walk up right and boom, who's who's right to the right? There's this lady uh, from Bergesons. She told you she and she they got me. a deal. You know, they got a deal with Lowe's apparently, obviously, because they're fucking. Oh yeah, I heard about them. They were down on the. They're down in the uh, valley, right? Bergesons? Yes, Bergesons. Okay, go on. <laughs> go on, sir. So, so the fucking, the, the store, the, yeah. Anyways, so this is the company that goes through Lowe's. I'm just going, and it's all haunting. It's all Tom. And you want, and that's when you thought about your heating and air conditioning system and thought, I should call Richard <laughs> Daniels. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I was like, we should do a commercial for Richard. And I came up with that idea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it all stemmed from Bergersons. Yeah. Uh, someone's going to get fired over this. <laughs> Is that how you say that? Bergensons? Like the Bergens? <laughs> Is it? Over at the Smurfs? Yeah. Yeah. Because I, yeah. Yeah, I work for a was that the trolls? That's the trolls. Stupid large what company like that too, Tom. I don't like to talk about who I work for on my podcast. So I didn't. Gonna, no, I know. I know. You I was didn't. just saying that you if previously you were, if you would have mentioned Lowe's. the CIA, I would have, <laughs> would have been upset. I don't like to talk about it. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I don't good like thing to you shout didn't, out. Good thing you didn't miss, mention the Department of Homeland Security. I don't like to shout out high tech tile very often, but uh, but you guys are high tech. But we're yeah, and we're exclusive with Lowe's too. That's what makes us special. Special. Well, we just started going through Lowe's, the company I work for. No, this is directly. We had, we had to hightail it out of out of Home Depot. This is directly involving our ancestry. Strangely enough. Yeah, let's get back on the ancestry topic. This is not. <laughs> this is not a work night. We are not working. We Here's the thing. T- One more thing about myself. Start talking okay? shop on the fucking have, um, uh, thing thing. I have a good chance of living to be about 220. That's what it said. <laughs> I think I'm the first person Ooh. on 23andMe to get that, that uh, you know that that message. But it came in through my message. How much Neanderthal do you have, dude? I, I actually have quite a bit more than you. No, do you? Yeah. I don't know that. I know. Okay, so... so. I have more than 56% of all the humans. Is that what it says? Something like that. Is it fifty? You don't have more than half. I'm seventy-five percent Neanderthals. That's my honest reaction, dude. You just beat the fuck out of me with a club. All of a sudden, <laughs> yes. You just can't. Oh man. Uh, no, nobody. 
Nobody would have. Uh, it turns out my dad was Encino Man. <laughs> <laughs> it was a true story. <laughs> He's Brandon Fraser. <laughs> For sure. Uh, well, Brandon Fraser played my father. Well, that makes sense. Why the name? Brandon Fraser's not my well, father. Yeah, because that's where the name Age came from. The name Age just came out of it. Yeah. He was just like, I, I came from the ice. Yeah, it was actually... Uh, the Dario. Yep, exactly. <laughs> exactly. 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 How much, dude? I have... It says, oh, hey, Frank, you have, you, like Neanderthal than DNA. you have more Neanderthal DNA than 10% of the other customers. The thing is, Frank, is like 10%? Mm-hmm. Oh, I got you beat for sure. And then dude. it says, you have 2% Neanderthal DNA. I inherited a small amount of DNA from uh, my Neanderthal ancestors. And uh, out of 7,462 variants they tested, they found 207 variants in my DNA. Oh, wow. Science is bullshit. Whoa. No, it doesn't sound right, dude. Something's not adding up, bro. You just you always hoped that you wanted to be more Neanderthal. Well, that's no. what you call the DNA center. I think that was exactly a representation of the two percent of me that is Neanderthal. Because I flew off the handle, and I apologize. I, you know, I knew it's okay, Frank. We we uh, we are the Frank and Tom show. We will uh, we'll forgive you. We tolerate such things. Yeah. Smashings and bashings and what? If you get all smashy bashy, I didn't. I, I I knew where the Neanderthal was, but now I can't find it. How do you find it on there? Where do you go? And it's all you just scroll down, dude, and, and on mine at least. Yeah, I saw it yesterday, but it's probably because I just fucking I go there every day and just stare you always at it. hope it changes. Yeah, I'm like, come on, man, update, update, and then I just smash things. Oh, here it is. I found it. Neanderthal it, ancestry. Because I have an excuse now. Frank, yes, I found out I have so much Neanderthal, like it's it's unprecedented. Like, yeah, like I'm probably gonna get a phone call from like the president <laughs> no, of, of uh, you're like Siberia Tom, or you're something. Top one you percent. Know? Like, yo, Siberian, the Siberian you president's gonna be like, you. you are the new leader of our area. <laughs> you're, I mean, you have more DNA from the How people much, from our dude? land than you could know. ever really imagine, dude. Here's the thing: Neanderthals were prehistoric humans who interbred with modern humans before disappearing around 40,000 years ago. Wow. Hey, Thomas, you have more Neanderthal DNA than Frank does. You have more Neanderthal <laughs> DNA than most people out there. 53% of our customers have less than you. What does that mean? I have. 53 two, have less. 2%, homie. You have two. What do you have? I have 10 no, no, <laughs> no, 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 I'm sorry. No, I don't have two percent. I have uh, no, I have no, I have two percent. That's what I said. Yeah, yeah, but I think I have a higher two percent than you. No, I have I have more than 10 percent of the customers out there. You have to go through the modern way of math. Like, you might, you and I both have 10, like two percent, right? Yeah, but I have a higher, like a larger two percent. Than your two percent. Yeah, but see this you know this right here is exactly why I would rather go talk to the manager of Banana Republic about this issue. Well, yeah, you could do that, or you you could t probably go to Old Navy. Because I'm not gonna go back and forth with, with with some scientist about how I'm my 
I might have mated with a Neanderthal. You don't even want to be associated with those types of people. I don't. It's like to you, that's almost like almost the one of the worst things you could be. I've never met a full Neanderthal, but isn't that kind of like a well, monkey they humper? Went extinct forty thousand years ago, <laughs> Frank. Jeez, yeah. Of course, you've never met one. No, wait. Come on. You said that you were how many percent? I did meet you a said Mayan. That your DNA was fifty. That's how racist. Many percent of I, other I cus- loved customers in the rain. What? Tell me one more time, please. Excuse Let's me, sir. Compare one more time. Okay, I, I got more. I got more than ten percent of the customers, and I have two percent. See, that makes no sense. We need to let's. We need. We're gonna get get twenty three of me on the phone. Or 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 does that or negative two? What is, is going it on? Ne- is that Let less two? What's going on here? Dude. What does that symbol mean? Are Tom? we the same? It's all. I have two hundred and forty one variants. I have two hundred and seven. Neanderthal. You have two hundred and seven. Frank dude. wins. What? Yep. By just a couple of variants. No, because I have 241 and you have 207, so how do you win? I have more variants than you. Yeah, more of the Neanderthal uh, yeah, variants. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, so I win. Cause, yeah, because you'll probably smash more? No, because cause the more, more Neanderthal, Neanderthal you are, the smarter <laughs> your genes are. That's that's what we're going like, for. Like, hello? That's what, see, here's the thing, though. See, this doesn't make sense. How am I 2% and you're 2%? I'm probably like 10%. Because we're right in there. Because I'm my it's the, Neanderthal it's DNA is 53% it, of it, other customers. Yours is 10%. It's probably just like the curve for like the podcast thing. I don't like what I'm hearing here. It's the numbers. I don't like what I'm seeing. I'm less than two? You're two. Two. All right. What a blessing to be Neanderthal. Um, I have one variant associated with having difficulty disregarding rarely used possessions, apparently. That's nice of them trying to call me a hoarder. Good good to know. That's one variant associated with generally not feeling angry when hungry, which some refer to as hangry. <laughs> <laughs> you do have that? No, I don't. Oh, you don't. Like, well, I could, but I there's a no. chance that I wouldn't. No, I've never seen you get hung- hangry. I, I just see you say... I'm hungry. Um, I haven't eaten. Two yeah, days. like me, I'll just start snapping. Yeah, and I've you're eaten. Like, you haven't eaten in 45 minutes. You're done. I've eaten ducks right off the lake. Yeah, and you're not even. You don't even eat meat anymore. I don't eat meat, but when I get hungry, yeah, hangry, you turn into, like you're almost like the Hulk. I'm just the fat guy that likes to eat a lot. I'm bet I have actually a um, one variant associated with being a better sprinter than distance runner. So if you ever want to have a sprinting. Like a race, you and me, I'd be better off doing a sprint than if we were to do a distance race. You Dude, I'll, I'll race you. You think you'd win? I, I don't know. I got oh, real. Um, I'd run a lot. That's not that. That's not very uh, positive. You could say yes if. But like, I don't want to say if you that. Believe Tom, in you yourself. could be. You could be fast as. You could be fast as lightning. Were you there that one time I raced Armando? They used to work for Doug. Did you? Did you Bare, smoke him? Barefoot. Did you smoke him? Barefoot race. How did you do? With the lake in the background. It was like a lake, a beautiful lake view for the audience. So check this out. This the is audience. a wonderful subject because wow. okay. Armando. Go on. We got to give just a little backstory. And you're, you, this is the, your story. I Armando, know. he's from Mexico. But, but Armando is a Mexican foot racer. No joke. No, These has, guys he, gather and put down like 10 Gs. He, he lost the crew like eight Gs, like eight grand. <laughs> I swear to God, just a, just a couple well, years a Friday back. Friday after work, and what started as like a halfway serious thing turned out quickly into like people at the high school at the, ra- at the track throwing down cash from what I heard. And there's just cash flying everywhere. 
dogs barking. Did, did you, you know? guys do it for cash? No, because I knew I was going to win just because I'm American. You just felt it. I'm American. Yeah. You know, Team USA. Yeah. Against Team Mexico. We're You're, friends. We're I think friends. It, it's well, just that I had a feeling Team USA was going to, you know. Because that, that time that Armando yeah. won that big race, that was Mexico versus Mexico. Yeah. No, I, you know? these guys come up from Mexico. They communicate, yeah. you know, via, yeah, they wanted via the me, cell phones. Like, for the next race, because I won that one, for the next one, they wanted me to actually travel to Mexico to do race number two. Because you beat... Armando, yeah. So the next Did you, guy up you beat was actually Armando, in like Zacatecas. You beat you know? him though. Well, I mean, he had the jump on me. Okay. So he he won by like a f- like one foot. Wow. But he he had the jump on me. Do you think he so? Could I have always beat him? like I always accused him of cheating. I always accused him of being a cheater. You know that, that he, he is that, right? You know no, that he really is a. I foot would racer. never accuse Armando of cheating. <laughs> you know? It was hey, a very close call him how you see it was a him, close bro. race. I I think he I think that he accidentally got the jump on me a little bit, but um and I think he may have won just by a hair. But if I would have won that, I definitely would have traveled to Zacatecas to do that race number two, because that that was the money race. That next one would have been like fifty G's for me at least. That's, That's crazy. You know, yeah. Were you, were they throwing I mean, I down money? Well, because I would have been pro. Going were they pro. throwing down money? No, it was like it was like like Braden. Nothing was like flautas. Get your okay. flautas, you know. And he was tossing down flautas. But you, you know do know saying? that about him, right? I just knew he had raced before. That's why. Yeah. That's why I challenged him. I challenged him, and like I, they and I, it was a joke. Yeah. But Alario and Jose and Armando and Gordo, they were serious. Yeah. And no, once I had challenged them, I couldn't back down. Yeah. I would like to like, offer Even up, though it was a joke, if I would have joked, they would have called me a wuss for the yeah. rest of my life. I would like to put down $1,000. So I, I had to race. $1,000 for somebody who wants to foot race Tom. And I got it on Tom. Yeah. We're talking about just a hunt, like a sprint. Just don't get Bruce Jenner. A sprint, right? Yeah. You email the show. We'll set it up. Rim High School track. Yep. Yeah, and I, have a, and I have a bum leg. Winner gets, well, walks away with with a, with an extra grand, basically. Okay, that's how we'll make. And that if work. I lose, I don't have to pay anything, right? No, I got the money down. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So I have nothing to worry about. <laughs> this is great. We're gonna do this thing. So the thing was is no. Like, if you it, okay, here's the deal. If you lose, I have to race in your honor. So the. the this is two races for a thousand dollars. This is a sprint race, right? Frank and Tom. I, I already made it clear that I'm not. I'm the genes, a sprint. The DNA gene said a I'm, sprint. I'm better likely being a sprint race. A sprint than for a, a grand distance runner. And if you and if you win the first one, you have to do it again. You got to win two races for a grand. And if I win, Frank gets the money, but you got to buy me breakfast. Yeah, you have to beat both Tom and I in a foot race. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that makes it a little bit more fair for my brain. And if because I don't if, like to gamble. If I win, then I get a new pair of running shoes. And then we'll figure out, you know, who who's. Uh, and then Frank and I, we might hit pony. the road after our um, covered wagon tour. Yeah. And we might just do like a uh, a, uh, <laughs> a Forrest Gump a Forrest Gump tour, and we'll just do a jog yeah. across the nation, and we'll have like a big ass following of like Frank and Tom fans. Yeah. You know? But but seriously, just after jog- jogging behind us. Wouldn't that be cool, Frank? And that then one day amazing. after running for like a year, we'll stop in the middle of the desert like Forrest did, and we'll just be like, "We'll go. We're going home now." 
Well, that's exactly how it, it would have to work that way. people in the middle of nowhere. It's the only way to get gain a following. Anyway, you know, I'm babbling. I'm babbling. I don't think so. Let me go back to the race. That, We're going that back to the race. The entire. Let me say one more thing about Armando's race <laughs> against me. This was back in like 2010, probably. Yeah. We were building that ginger house on the lake. Oh, right. I can say that. I don't mm-hmm. care. And um, Is that because you have red hair? Yeah. Yeah, because I, I was talking about myself. I was a uh, ginger helping build this house on the lake. Yeah, you're talking about the... Anyway. the yeah. So, um, <laughs> Arm- the, no. long, long story short. I long thought story you were talking short. about them. Armando was like, I, I only race barefoot, you know? So I took off my zabatos. Okay. Went barefoot also. And they were like, hey, you sure you want to do that, man? And I was like, if I, what Armando does, I do. Yeah, like I said, fair is fair. Anything Armando ever does in this life, ever at all, if I find out about it, I'll do it too. That's what I said right then and there. And that, and then we raced. And then afterward, I was like, hey, remember what I said? Like, if you don't talk to me for years, like, call me up. Let me know what Armando's been doing. Because I'm trying to do what he does. No, that last part, I made that part up. Because <laughs> I'm trying to do what he does. So but uh, he anyway. You know. is literally like thousands of dollars. I, so I think it was up to like 8000 or this. 10. I mean, it could have been 800 But Frank. I'm dead serious. Frank was going to go with that, so I believe it. I'm serious. I almost beat him. He wasn't as fast as people said they were. I think he was racing, racing like a little person or something. You know what I mean? Or like maybe it was like a ten year old. Like kid. it was a, a thing. It was like his little ten year old nephew. Yeah, they got to make it a know? circus. Yeah, they just really wanted to blow it up for like, because they have Mexico pride, you know, and they really, yeah. which they should. So they had so the bouncy they, houses. They tried to make it seem that. like us. There was some. They had some big race going on, but it was really just like all for show. He was really just racing. They his did little, all his the little, bouncy house stuff. Nephew. And his little nephew was there. They slaughtered a whole cow. Had a half a side of beef. Yep. You well. Know? Yeah, and uh, and I'll also say that uh, my family—they've been around for a long time. My ancestors have been around since the dawn of humanity. You know, huh. I am directly related to Lucy, the first human. It told me that so, you're directly. Yeah, and it also said I was actually most likely related to uh, a lot of people with a lot of money. Yeah. Well, I think that is definitely something you should go to the DNA lab about. That's what I'm saying. You if know? you go to that company, yeah. they can definitely confirm you're related to somebody super look, rich. What if I was related to Mark Cuban or something? And I you definitely like, hey, are. Look, you're my second cousin, Mark. That's a great like, idea. Get me a job working at Maverick Stadium. Like, I like, got these results from the know? DNA lab. Pay me $150,000 a year to work the concession stand. I'll do it. You like, know what I, mean? I identify as your cousin bro i'll be your bodyguard dude like your first cousin like we're fourth cousins i'll identify as first i'm your favorite uncle's baby boy exactly dude exactly what if i found out i was related to someone even cooler dude michael jackson yeah michael jordan this is great news that was a moment of silence (laughs) yeah for both those guys Michael Jordan's still around. Oh, God rest his soul. R.I.P. Uh, yeah. Did you see that awesome documentary where he sat back with a little cup of whiskey and spilled his guts about the Bulls? No, I want to see it, though. It's I like fucking amazing, When I was a kid, bro. I wanted to be like Mike. Oh, my God. 
dude. I had a picture of Talked about him and Scotty and everything, man. It's really Pippen? good. Yeah, heard, it's really I, I good. I heard that they, they were like, uh, you know, he's a very basketball he, He's a very focused, intense person that just uh, didn't have time for anything else other than basketball, you know? Yeah, that's all he ever wanted to do. Yeah. But it did. It doesn't. It, I'm going to check it out. He's certainly a hero of, of, of a lot of us 90s kids, bro. Oh, for sure. Tom, we were talking about this before. It is not all bad out there, everybody. It's not all okay? bad. If it's you've, not. If you've got wonderful little flying birds around you in your neighborhood, if, you got, if you're lucky enough to have a couple trees, which pretty much everybody is, even apartment complexes, no matter where you're, you're living at, you should put out bird feeders. You know why? Because scientists are saying, don't worry Birds will not become dependent on your bird seeds. They will figure it out. They will, in fact, move on. They are not solely depending on your bird seed to survive at the moment that you decide. No, they're still wild birds. Yep. It's not like they just, they're thousands of years of, of uh, genetic evolution of being wild is just going to go out the window because we put up a bird feeder. They Oregon State University researchers have some great news for us well-meaning masses who place bird feeders out in their yards and uh, the small songbirds, all of them. They do not develop an unhealthy reliance on the seeds, Tom. Good, because I just got some bird feeders. I was telling you that. It's not all bad, man. You know, it isn't all bad, Frank. You are correct about that. Think about little birdies if you're all bummed out for work next week, guys. Um, for sure. You know what else isn't all bad, which is actually kind of cool, that I thought was kind of cool, that I wanted to say, bring up real quick? Yeah. NASA. You know, they're trying to get into get back into space more, I think, which I th always thought was really, really cool. And I think most people do. They want to pay volunteers to spend a year living in a 3D printed Martian habitat in Texas where they will carry out spacewalks and research using VR tech. Nice. Yeah. So if I didn't have like a um, a family, like a kid and a wife that I that I'm that I am there for and, and wanna be there for and all that, and I was just kinda like single and all that, I would I would think about signing up for this. It'd be kinda cool. You know? Yeah. They're kind of neat. They're just looking for the guinea pigs. Who knows what they're putting in there. But uh, I just thought that was kind of cool. You look into it for yourselves if you want. And speaking of, like, things to watch on TV, I watched, recently watched this, uh, started watching this documentary about Val Kilmer, which I, I thought that was interesting. It's called Val. And I didn't realize that Val Kilmer actually had recently had throat cancer yeah. and he can't even talk anymore dude like when he, he talks you can't even under isn't he understand dead? him no. he's not dead nah but he's wow. a, i knew about sad, the cancer Val Kilmer is such a good actor and man he was gorgeous he had such so many good movie roles dude oh dude he's definitely one of my favorites tons of, in the 90s dude fuck in the 80s he was a huge actor yeah and my ariana was like in tears crying about the documentary. Because the thing is, is um, Val Kilmer is one of those people that documented his whole life. He said he was like the first person out of all this, his com like actor and comedian friends and stuff to have um, a video camera. Well, yeah. he's not really a comedian. He's just an actor. Did he, and like, did he start producing movies at some point? 
too? I think he's, Most yeah, of those I'm pretty guys sure he probably has. The, yeah. The well, the thing was, was, is he, he he's had like a set, kind of a sad life. See, because like when he was a uh, when he was he grew up with two brothers, him and his two brothers, and his younger brother. He I think he was the middle child. His younger brother. Uh, would uh was like the directed director minded and like they would his dad was like a real estate developer that bought that bought like a movie old movie ranch in socal and they moved out to socal or something like that when he was a kid and they would like make homemade movies on the ranch and like his uh what, brother what was like super into it what is this oh uh, i think it was on uh hulu or or netflix or amazon one of the one of the three i can't remember yeah, just google but, uh, what is I, it called I haven't val watched, yeah i haven't watched the whole thing yet i, I need to still need to finish watching it but uh it's time it's just really it's pretty sad because i was always a really big fan of val kilmer and then you know i haven't seen him in a long time and he's just he's still around but it's just he he won't be able to act anymore I think his acting career is over, but he had a good run. And I talked about it's not all bad, but I do want to. I did want to make it a point to even the few people that do check in with the show. <laughs> um, <laughs> boom, uh, the the new like one of the newest Joe Rogans, dude. This lady um, from North Korea shares her story of how she escapes North Korea and how she grew up in North Korea. Crazy. And it is so crazy, Tom. I started listening to it in the morning before work and like, so I have like 40 minutes usually before I get to my office in Riverside and it was like, I was like in tears on the fucking freeway, you know? It was, uh, it's a very heart-wrenching story, so it's very deep. Uh, if you do want to check it out, I would say uh, be prepared for for a dose of of uh, crazy reality. And um, I, lo- you know, I always talk about how much I love this country, having been fortunate enough to travel to so many different country guys, countries, guys. I've been to many places, and. Um, it's very special, the United States, especially when you go country to country and you see how they operate. You know, um, I've been to China and it's not a good place to be. Um, so, yeah, you know, that and it, and it wasn't like it was just my experience. I've it was um, it's a tough it's a tough place. It's a tough place for them. And it's a very tough place for a uh, for a white tourist. But that's fine. It's just, you know, but I'm just saying um, it's uh, it's a really rough story to listen to. And ultimately what she starts sharing is, um, you know, she's got this crazy compelling story, Tom. And it's she goes into, you know, she gets into the end of it. And Joe just keeps being like, well, why, you know, why can't we... Uh, you know, fix it. What do we got to do? Why aren't more people caring about this? And she's like, um, you know, it's because when she left China, she ends up getting uh, trapped. When she left North Korea, I'm sorry, she ends up getting trafficked in China like three separate times. Okay, and trafficking trafficking is a very big issue in the United States as well. You know, this is yeah, a problem all, all over, over the, the world. world. Um, but Basically, ultimately, uh, with the way uh, information is and the way big media is and the way money works is just if giant corporations are in charge of things, um, 
then you know the money goes just follow the money that's the ultimate saying right so so you know china supplies the entertainment this goes back you know it's it's dangerous even to talk about this stuff on like a on a a, a podcast or a platform cuz it's like um these people have their pockets everywhere and you never know which big company that's backing you is literally financed from a chinese company For whether sure. it be good or bad it's democracy and it's you know a free economy you know whatever you want to call it but it's definitely highly influenced by them. And uh, she goes into this and obviously she can articulate her story much better because it's a firsthand story from somebody who had to live it. Um, but it, it was super eye opening for me. Um, I would like to encourage everybody uh, that listens to the Frank and Tom show. It's it, This is from me wholeheartedly. But uh, just uh, maybe focus your products on buying American and uh and and really support your country that you live in and be happy with your situation and support america and love your country um and uh if you listen to this uh this this podcast the the joe rogan with this uh this lady then um you will too uh i'm sure agree you love our country more yeah her, her just be thankful that you live in a place where you have the freedom to uh dislike our country if you want you know? oh yeah absolutely um her name is yun mi park i'm sorry guys it's yun mi park and it's episode 1691 um and and i'm re- I, I felt beyond compelled to pass it on and and i'm glad that i remembered to talk about it um uh, and share it with whoever uh i share it you know For i told sure. my wife to listen to this and and she listened to it all the way through it's very tough um i definitely shared it with a few people at work they've even passed it on to like their parents and so forth and so on i think it's something that really needs to be shared it's a gigantic platform anyways it's not like he needs uh the frank and tom shows help but right. um I, we certainly don't get guests like that, and I don't. I don't even know if I. I mean, even listening to him and the way he interviews this person, um, and the harsh, harsh realities of escaping a place like that, um, it, it's really tough. And then also, you know, I, I also felt so compelled because of what's happening in Cuba, and um, it's just it's really hard to think of how um, maybe. Uh, possibly we can uh, focus our attentions in certain areas and and then not others and turn our heads to certain activities that that uh, maybe should be brought into the light. And, um, you know, she said something really important. And it's that, uh, you know, a silence is uh, is a, is like a is, is really a bad thing. Um, don't be silent. If you do have an opinion, voice it. You have to keep voicing our opinions, and uh, that—that's the most important thing about uh, freedom, or at least the idea of it. Um, there may never be financial freedom anymore, but um, anywho, I don't want to rant too much, guys. But I really, really wanted to talk about you and me, Park, for a second there. There you go, because you know, because <laughs> what you what you were saying earlier—it's not all bad, and what were you saying? It could be worse, right? It could be worse, because you could be. Yeah, it could be very much worse. You could be born in a third world country or or a, a country that uh, like North Korea, which yeah, is, you know, uh, imagine where it's, you know, you can't even you have to listen to everything they tell you. And then you're born that way. And you how do you escape it? You can't yeah. just leave. 
Yeah, there is I mean, no, you know, you know, for example, that you know, one of the examples she gives is that uh, there's no I, there's no word for I, so there's no reference to yourself because they don't want anybody to feel like themselves. Uh, it's one thing over there that's common knowledge that everything is owned by the regime except for your breath. You have freedom of breath, and that's it to breathe. It's all you have the freedom of. Everything else is owned by them. Your clothing, your haircuts. Um, they do housing inspections, I guess, you know, constantly and make sure that the picture of the, the leader is, uh, if there's dust on it, they'll just kill you. So that's nice. That's yeah. Nice of them. Oh, yeah. well, it's a very deep topic and I don't, you know, but it, yes, it could be worse guys. It's crazy. And that was a, yeah. Shout out to, uh, the, the genius in my life who gave me that idea. Cause yeah, we let, we, we're, we're going to start doing that one following up that it's not all bad with it could be worse (laughs) (laughs) yeah let's all just try to you know i I wish we all wish that we could we could just wave a magic wand or something make all the world's problems go away but yeah you know it could never be that easy it's just too bad no it's just too bad that we could actually we could actually have a taste of something that could be the greatest thing um that's ever been created as far as like the closest thing to freedom, which is here in the United States. And uh, we're, we're born into it and we can understand like to us, it seems like it's something that everyone would just be able to embrace and be happy embracing, you know, because why would you, why would you ever feel the need to be like a dictator or a, a king or some sort of leader where your family just rules for centuries or whatever. And it's just, why would you want to live that way when everybody could just feel more free, but people just don't think that way? It's really hard for Americans to comprehend that, you know, because we've we haven't seen it, we haven't experienced it, and it's just too bad that it's too bad for us, you know, that we couldn't all just other countries can just somehow live that way also. Yeah, I think that what you know, once a couple of generations, we've gotten this taste of this just. Oh, this epicness, you know, in other countries for sure, too. They're well along, along, you know, it's not all the countries. And, uh, you know, and, and she's able to go into, you know, like South Korea, you know, and South Korea is, you know, a, a, a much safer place. That's for damn sure. hundred uh, percent safer than, <laughs> than North Korea. Yeah, so. it's just too bad because, you know, Korea was just one country, right? Before yeah. they broke apart in like the fifties yeah. or whatever. But like, yeah. uh. It's just too bad because war could break out at any time. But there's a lot of places in the world like that. Yeah, we're blessed that we get to live in a place where it's unlikely to happen on our on our land. But uh, yeah, well, I I was there's a you know we have a family member who is is from um, Cuba, you know, and they they were sharing a story about being a young child there and and uh, and they're doing this again. You know, they they take the young boys and they send the boys to Russia to be indoctrinated into communism and they brainwash the kid, the kids. You know, this is this is a the Russians brainwash yeah. the Cubans. Yes, this is a this is a communist thing. This is a first hand from the word from the fucking mouth of somebody who had to escape this country because they were literally facing this. So yeah. and it was like it, you know, I wanted to cry because it deeply affects me in my life. Like my life wouldn't be the same. It had he not gotten out of there. 
Right. So like I wouldn't have the life I have now. So then this story from this lady and it's like, man, this is still going on. And then I led me down another rabbit hole with Cuba again. And, and um, I'm not sure what we can do about it because we are sending these people relief. The United States is sending relief. Yeah. The regime is keeping it. So it's so crazy, man. It's a deep, tough one. And uh, I want to let you guys know as we head into this next week, um, we're not living that. We, we get to go work and, uh, and, and put, put food into our families' tummies um, because we got a lot of it. We got so much of it. So it's awesome. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. We got so much of that shit, dude. Even uh, the homeless people in America eat every day. Yeah, you know, yeah. So we got it real good and everything like that. And, um, you know, just uh, realize that we've been through what we're going to go through next week. Don't be surprised. Uh, keep a level head, um, you know. And uh, if you if you have the time, check out some of those those type of things. And maybe it'll give you some some really good perspective on uh, um, where you're at. And then, um, you know, stuff like that. Because, I mean, I'm always willing to take that step back. I'm always willing to uh, take a look uh, at the other side and and smell the roses. I'm, I'm, however, definitely susceptible to, uh, what is it, leaping too soon, of course. Just like every other human being, you know. We will uh, jump to a conclusion or we will uh, maybe uh, move too fast in a direction. And maybe possibly that's just because of our ancestry. Maybe, and I wanted to say out there, anybody who wants to find out more about the, their ancestry, they should check it out. And go pay that little bit of money. I think it's worth it. It's kind of Fuck exciting yeah. to find out what part of the world your your DNA comes from. Oh, absolutely. You, you know, you can also, if you do it with your family, then you can share all the information back and forth. I thought it was really interesting with my brother to jump back to the subject for a second. Um, you know, he had some traits that I just don't even have. Like he had some Chinese. Isn't that strange how you guys both yep. have the same parents? Yep. And I don't have so any you would of think that. that you would, you would like, I would have thought that like my two sisters were exactly the same as me because yeah. we, we have the exact same parents. Right. So it seems like they would be the exact same DNA, but I guess it's. It's yeah. weird, right? How does that make any sense? So, dude? yeah, I look at I looked it up and and it's because like Not So him and I so uh, your sibling will share 50% of your DNA. So that leaves 50% that you guys won't share simply, you know. Interesting. Um, yeah. So oh, so my if if my siblings or any family members of mine listen to this show, go on 23 and me. That's the one I did it on. Yep, me too. We could compare. And I as well. Yeah, yeah. He Matt's got Indonesian and then Finnish. I don't have any Finnish. So he's from he's got some so that's Finland, right? Yeah. But you're not. Well. Nope. Nope. So somewhere along the way you know, we, we ended up with some different stuff. It's super interesting. So check it out, guys. And uh Thanks for checking in with the Frank and Tom show for another lovely episode of Frank and Tom. Yep, thank you. Have a good week, everybody. Bye. Peace out.